KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio In Depth. I'm Matt Leon. Time to take our weekly look at the economy as we check in with the economist David Fiorenza. We haven't spoken in a couple weeks, so we've got a lot to get to, including what we think we will see with GDP. What are we seeing in the labor market? What will the Fed do next week? Lots to talk about. So to start, let's talk jobs. We haven't talked in a couple weeks. Jobs for the month of June were great, up 372,000 this past week. Jobless claims inched up. They've been the highest uh, since, I think, mid-November, 251,000. Yes, it might be trending in the wrong direction a little bit, but overall, it still seems like a really good labor picture to me. Well, it certainly is if we take a look at what happened back in uh, the pandemic days when you had millions of people out of work. Uh, If we take a look at the total number of people claiming benefits, which means state and federal combined, it's actually down by 47,000 people, which is a good sign. Now, Matt, we have to take note here that the another reason why you're seeing this inch up the jobless claims is because of all these things that we talked off the air about, labor-saving technology, which means the low-wage service industry, there's not a lot of jobs even though we see the signs out there, some of those jobs have not all come back. We don't in the service industry because people are not back at work five days a week in an office setting. Uh, so you don't need as much of that people delivering things, people cleaning, all those kinds of service industries. So this is a technology that is is going to continue people working from home, which is going to hurt the job market a little bit, as we just talked about. Gas prices have fallen more than a month. I think I saw it's 38 straight days. Uh, Obviously a very good thing. And I think we're not to bottom yet. I think it's going to continue to get uh, better at the pump. I think it will too, Matt. And as we talked a a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago about the oil companies, um, boy, they really know what they're doing. They're positioning themselves with high prices before the Federal Reserve has a chance to raise interest rates again. So they want to grab as much profits as they can because they know if the Federal Reserve raises interest rates, investors, consumers like you and I are going to be scared off a little bit. We're going to tighten our belts a little bit more, maybe not take that vacation with the RV across country. And I think you're going to see lowering of gas prices until the Labor Day weekend. Crude oil is about $97 a barrel as we speak about $30 less than it was maybe 40 days ago. And it's interesting. Inflation is still a significant problem. I'm not trying to say that. But my goodness, the the gas prices go down, and they've gone, like we said, they've gone down consistently for weeks. And I just feel like, and this is completely anecdotal, and it's not something I've really looked for, but I just feel like there isn't as much talk about inflation because people feel a little more comfortable because the gas prices are going down. And you and I have talked about how much power these gas prices we see on the corner seem to have about how we feel about the economy. That's true. It's going to relate eventually into consumer confidence. We can all agree that gas prices are still around $4.50 a gallon. They're not at the $2.25 a gallon, but they're not over that $5.05 a gallon, or as in California, $7.05 a gallon. Uh, When you see gas prices coming down 25 cents, 
you maybe have $15, $20 more in your pocket at the end of the week. It may not sound like a lot, but for all of our working class people, they feel a little bit better about themselves that they can go out and buy some things uh, at the store, maybe go out to dinner. It's going to take a while for the food prices to adjust downward because the food prices are getting used to being at a high level at this point. Uh, inflation's here for a little bit longer. I'm concerned about some of the other industries, though, such as the mortgage industry, the housing industry, when we see interest rates rise. Let's talk a little bit about the Fed. I believe next week they will meet, and obviously everybody will be looking at this and waiting with bated breath. It sounds like pretty much across the board, everyone's expecting three quarters of a percentage point. They will raise interest rates. Uh, is that where you are? Yes. And I have heard from some colleagues that they're saying even 1%. And then I hear on the other side of the aisle, people complain that if we raise interest rate, it's going to ruin some of the industries that are out there, such as housing, mortgage, lending. Well, how do you want to cool down the economy? How do you suggest we do that? There's not many tools left in the shed for the Federal Reserve. And one of those tools is the interest rate to increase it. So it squeezes the markets a little bit and we're not spending as much money or borrowing as much money. It's going to hurt. But from what I can tell, uh, it, it has to happen. I don't want to see a 1%. I think three quarters would be start there and let's see if it cools down the economy a little bit. I think it is starting to cool, although the retail sales are still looking pretty good. That you led me right into my next point. We didn't talk. They came out uh, last week. Uh, we saw a 1% increase in June. I believe May was revised up. Uh, so all these headwinds, all this talk of recession, all these concerns, high gas prices, inflation, people are still shopping. People are still out there spending. Right. If you take a look at the, what they call the general merchandise stores, people are still buying. They're going out to building material and garden dealerships. They're going out to what we call uh, health and personal care stores, You know, just to name a few things things like Ulta. Um, people are still shopping at Nordstrom's. People are still going out to eat dinner. Uh, so uh, last week at my class, a couple of us went out to various locations. Uh, I met what they call the Main Street Malls at Exton, at King of Prussian, some other places. And boy, were those restaurants hopping midweek. We came back and did, the students did a report. So it's showing that people are still buying. Now, there's places that aren't doing as well, such as sporting goods, electronics, appliance stores, furniture stores, but people still need to eat. They still need to go out and uh, have a good time. They're still going to the movies as long as we continue to see good movies that are out there. So things are looking up in that regard, Matt, in the retail sales. We are also going to be waiting. I believe next week we will get the uh, initial estimate of GDP for the second quarter. Seems like a lot of people are bracing for another contraction. Uh, I know earlier, and I'm talking a few weeks ago, a month ago, you thought we could be looking at a flat quarter. Where are you now when it comes to what you think second quarter GDP will look like? Well, I'm still going to stick with my my original flat. I'm not going to go along with the Atlanta Fed, the Philadelphia Fed. I'm not going to go along with Goldman Sachs, where they're where they're talking about a decrease of 1.6 to 1.9%. I'm going to stay with that. Uh, I could be wrong. And if I'm wrong, then I will uh, eat my Phillies hat. <laughs> and that would, it seems to me, and we've talked about this, that, you know, two straight quarters of negative growth is uh, considered a recession, at least a textbook term. But the more I've kind of read on this, it seems like that's kind of, well, yeah, but, and I am sure the White House will 
will push and I've already read some things they've already kind of put a you know a flag in the ground that not necessarily a recession uh it'll be interesting to see what this comes through as Right. And some economists are saying we're already in a recession. They call it what they call a soft recession. Uh, I take a look at the people. I take a look at, at their habits. I go out in the streets and see if they're driving. Are they spending? Uh, are they still going to uh, concerts? Are they still going uh, to, to, to shop? Are they still going on vacation? They still are. Not as much. So they've contained their, their spending. And I'm seeing that savings is up because when interest rates go up, you're seeing a lot more activity in the markets for certificates of deposit, for, for everything from long-term savings at banks and credit unions, at money market funds. So that could be one of the positives that's come out of this. People in their retirement accounts, if they have it in safe investments, they're seeing that, in, that interest rate go up. And it really is all the stuff we've talked about, retail sales, uh, you know, concerns about inflation, gas prices coming down, pretty good labor market, consumer sentiment has not been strong uh, as of late. There's all these mixed signals. It really is hard to get a grasp on where we are economically right now, isn't it? It is. I continue, and this is why we start with this every time we do a podcast, I continue to say labor. Labor is the number one thing, and I continue to look at at some of the things that are happening in the municipal world, in the five county area, even New Jersey and Delaware, I am seeing a very, very brisk business of contractors still coming in and pulling what they call building permits, building pools, uh, putting up fences, putting up landscaping. People have, after this um, public health crisis that we're just about getting over, they realized they're putting money back into their homes because they're spending more time there, maybe not as much time on vacation. So instead of three vacations a year, it's maybe one at best. I look at the housing starts. When I say housing starts, that means everything from apartment buildings to townhomes to condos to single family. I'm starting to see because some of our county governments are finally pumping money into affordable housing programs. I'm starting to see some homes being built, affordable housing in the next couple of years. Now, obviously, that's being subsidized by the county and state governments that we have of pouring money to help contractors build affordable house homes of the 300,000 range. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio In-Depth. You can listen to the podcast free anytime on the Odyssey app, and you can find it wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.